0: But K-State fans are freaking out because they think that they're paying for our stadium. I wish. I wish so badly that they're paying for our stadium. Give them five to ten years and ask, like, hey, did you really, really hate when we got stuck at the the Hawaii airport for two hours? Did you really, really hate it? (laughs) No. No, I would rather do that than wake up and go to work this morning. Come on now. (laughs) And then KJ puts his nuts on the rent. Lack of better terms, the man puts (laughs) his nuts on the (laughs) rent. I'm sorry. The I guy mean, puts his nuts on the <laughs> rim. I mean, ask Coach Self. If you ask Coach Self in a one on one conversation, what he's going to say is the man puts his nuts on the rim. He does what he does. <laughs> but I also the think the guy that jumps is. really high. Dad used to tell me all the time. <laughs> he used to tell me all the time. Son, don't worry about the mules. Just go the way.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Factor Meals. Super excited to be partnered with Factor because I use them all the time. I love Factor. It's a quick, easy, fresh, healthy, chef-prepared meal. Allows me to be at the top of my game for longer. It's healthy. It's hard to find fast food that's good for you, Factors the way to go.
0: Do you use them a lot? I use them a lot. And when he says fast food, this is the fastest food you can get. You don't have oh, to drive anywhere and go to a drive-thru. I mean, you pull it out of your fridge and you poke a couple holes in the little in the in the film, put it in the microwave two minutes and it's ready. They're just fast, easy. Get me going in breakfast. Get me going at lunch when I'm having a hard day at work or a fast day at work. They're easy, they're healthy, and uh, they taste really, really good.
1: Head to Factormeals.com slash Rock Chalk 50 and use code Rock 50 at checkout for 50% off your meal. That's right. Head to Factormeals.com slash Rock Chalk 50 and use code Rock Chalk 50 for 50% off your order. Head there now. I love them. Chris loves them. Support the pod. Support Factors. We love y'all.
0: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Rock Chalk Unplugged. I'm Chris Tehan, here with the co-host, Mitch Lightfoot. We have a big, big episode in store for you guys. It's been a while since we really sat down and kind of went over the whole landscape of college football, college basketball, Kansas football, Kansas basketball. And there's a lot that's happened. So uh, let's jump right into it. Mitch, how are we doing today? I'm doing great. I'm super excited to get to talk to you guys.
1: It's been a while since we have done an in-person podcast. Uh, we really want to, like Chris said, break down everything going on in Kansas, Kansas, in the world of Kansas right now. Uh, I think that there's there's plenty of uh, plenty of content for us to talk about, and uh, let's get into it. Yes, sir. First off, I want to take us the most recent thing with Kansas basketball. This is uh, we're two basketball guys, so this is oh, probably yeah. the most the most prevalent thing for us is the uh, Puerto Rico trip. Uh, both of us got a chance to watch those games. I thought it was really cool that uh, that the people over at Learfield and Kansas Athletics were able to stream those games. Uh, I was watching the ones on Facebook, and, and there was yep. like five thousand people tuned in for for a summer basketball game, which is really impressive. It just goes to show how how much it means to, to our fan base. Um, I thought I thought uh, Brian Haney and and Greg Gurley did a great job. God, but, I love uh,
0: hearing Greg Gurley's voice. God, what
1: what, what a guy that <laughs> a knows guy. basketball. What a guy <laughs> that knows basketball. What's uh, Chris? What did you think about about the play? And what did you think? About, who stood out to you on the team?
0: Um. You know what really stood out to me was just the way that uh, we played through two bigs. I mean, when was the last time? I mean, that's what Coach Self wants to do. Coach Self wants to play through two big guys. He wants to run what we call fist. And uh, just watching the way that KJ and Hunter played this week or that weekend was a. Uh, it was. I mean, it was a ton of fun for me. I, I'm sure it was electric for everybody else. But it was. It was good to see the old fashioned Coach Self kind of just grind and, it out. And
1: I think I think Coach Self's done a great job of, of going from. Playing two bigs to, to playing four guards, but that was more of a of a necessity for him. He mm-hmm. ha- he had to go do that yeah. to be successful in the last couple of years. But now he has an opportunity to play KJ, who played the five the entire the entire Big Twelve season last year. He played the five. Now he has a seven foot two guy that can play the five, yep. and that'll allow him to really take advantage of of being the four. You got smaller guys you're playing against. You don't have to go go be down there and bruise with the seven footers. Yeah. Like KJ said, like his job was majority to box
0: out the big guy and let other people mm-hmm. get the rebounds. Yeah, never to get a rebound.
1: KJ is going to do an excellent job of re- rebounding this year. I think Hunter's going to help him out immensely. Um, the player that I thought was was uh, all, always good to see is DeWan. Like the guy, oh God. The, the guy makes everything happen. He was out there getting defensive stops. He's got more help, I think, this this year than he did in, in years past. Um yeah, obviously of athletes out there. Obviously, McCullough does a great job of, of being a defensive stopper, but having the guy like Arterio who's a, a freak defensively, then you have guys like El Marco. I mean, Jamar McDowell can get his name in there. Nick Timberlake, athletic. Like, people yeah. think, oh, he's just he's just a shooter that's going to sit in the corner. No, no, no. The guy's athletic, so he has he's, the ability. He's,
0: he's sneaky athletic. He's just he's a, he the, th- he the white man sneaky <laughs> athletic. <laughs> I, I think he's
1: athletic. I, I think he has an opportunity to 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 help us this year. Uh, obviously we've got some new roster moves that we're going to we're going to dive into here in a little bit but I think Dewan he gives us gives us the pace that we need. He's he's a is a very constant player for us. Uh, people were kind of were hating on him he wasn't scoring a ton in the first two games. Yeah. And then and then in the last game, the game that we ended up losing, he he broke out and had like I think 24 points which is yeah. which is which is impressive. Um I think I think we've get more more of that from him this year. We're going we're going to be successful. And he's got more the more of the story, he's got more support around him.
0: He's got more support around him. And I think this year, I mean look back at twenty twenty, we had a great defensive team. You had a you had a really good point guard who was fast, athletic, not as good Devon wasn't as good as a as a, a defensive player as Dewan is, but if you look at the guys around him, it's very similar. You have 100%. you have a Hunter Dickinson, you have Doke, Hunter. He didn't show his defensive rim stopping abilities at all mm-hmm. in Puerto Rico, but I mean he's seven foot two. That's something I I can promise you, and we both can promise you that Coach Self will. He will make sure how that much, man blocks. Yeah, the shots.
1: yeah. How how much how much of a of a concern was that for you? He had no block shots when we were in Puerto Rico. Do you think that's something
0: that Coach Self will will change, or do you think that's something that he's not just not going to do? Like, I don't think it's something that he's not going to do because I, I I don't think that Coach Self will allow him to not do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do I think that it is also still? I mean, it's it's August. Mm-hmm. and um, there's no reason to really risk him jumping around all the time. I know him and KJ were throwing each other lobs, but it's a lot different in the lane when you're trying to block someone's shots. you got ankles below you and stuff. So I yeah. think it was kind of a conservative mindset, but uh, I don't expect him to play that way in uh, any time during the season. And if he does, just know that it Coach will be handled.
1: I think the thing, the thing that really stands out to me is that how well they played together already at this point in the year. Uh, we look back on even when we went on our foreign trip to Italy, like our team, we we did we did well. We I mean, we we won those games, but at the same point in time, like we weren't playing against oh no, NBA not NBA anywhere, guys like not we, we, anywhere near they the had Buddy Hield, Eric Gordon, like those are real guys, and, the, and and the guys that were supporting them aren't weren't pushovers either. So like yeah, that's that's a, that's a thing that I think was very underrated. Is that like everyone was like. Oh, they had Eric Gordon and Buddy Heald. I'm like, no, the guys that are around them are high level basketball
0: players as well. And I think overseas guys making at yeah. least six figures playing in the, playing yeah. in the, Spa- the Spanish league and like yeah, all these Euro Cup, leagues. FIBA Cup yeah. teams.
1: Like those, those, those are real guys that I, that I think gave us a great look. Um, those are going to be Big Twelve caliber, caliber players. Um, I think from a big guy perspective, there might be some. More bigs in the Big Twelve that yeah. they're going to be maybe a little bit better than. I would love
0: to see. I mean, they had eaten yeah, out there. They had Aiton, but they just didn't play. Like, which I mean, I guess is smart. And honestly, like, do do I love the idea of DeAndre Aiton and Hunter Dickinson battling out down low in a game in August? I mean, I would love to watch it. I yes. mean, it'd be if great to watch. If you could, if watch, could at the same tell me, like, no one's getting hurt. Nothing's gonna happen. Would be great. I would be like, yeah, hey, go ahead. But I don't think there's a, really a guarantee in that. I think that I think that Aiden's camp said something about that, thought something about that, yeah. and it kind of was like in my mind. It makes sense. Like, I'm okay.
1: Looking 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 back on it now, um, I think I think that that's probably a smart move. Like you don't you don't want anybody to get hurt in August. You're not going to win any titles in August. No, you're never uh, going I, to. I think the best thing that that has come out of this is that our that we realize our team is is solid defensively. You've got four guys on the court in that starting lineup uh, that, that can pick you up 94 feet. You've got oh, KJ out there, DeJuan, Kevin, Artario, whether that be El Marco. Uh, they, they're, they're guys that are going to guard you 94 feet. Speaking of the starting five, Chris, who do you think is going to fill out that fifth spot in the starting five? I know we've got – let's just say, let's say our for-sures in, in our minds. Obviously, this is not Coach Self telling us this, but like yeah. in, in, in your mind, who are our, our, our four guys that are they're solidified?
0: the four guys that are solidified in my mind i'm pretty sure i mean and just about everybody's mind watching puerto rico and unless and just, they unless they piss coach self off then coach self will do the thing where he uh, said he uh, said sit for a game starting. yeah sit for a game or two <laughs> yeah
1: chris you're going to start this game yeah. and, and, then, and you'll play 30 seconds I'll and then play, yeah. all of a sudden here comes Kevin McCuller like.
0: he, yeah here comes Kevin and then he goes and he gets pissed off enough he has him. one of the
1: best games of his career like, yeah. it's, it's,
0: it's funny how that works but it's who, who do you think is,
1: is in that the, the four solidified starters Dewan,
0: Dewan Harris for sure Possibly. I mean that's not even a question I didn't have to say that name everyone understood that yeah. Kevin McCuller there another for sure Hunter there and these are three names that like when I when we said the four guys who are going to start is, everybody knew yes. who we were talking about and KJ Adams that fifth spot, I mean... And
1: I think, I'm, I'm, I want to dive in this a little bit as well. I think people were questioning KJ, and they don't understand how much Coach Self loves KJ. Loves KJ. Like, he the guy does everything exactly how Coach Self wants it. Like, you think he's going to, Coach Self is going to punish him because, because he plays no. plays his butt off and, and is a pit bull on both ends? Like, yeah. Coach Self is going like, to... There's no... that man? There is absolutely nothing... That KJ does, that Coach Self is like, ah, I don't like that. No, and and he, even the fact that he was knocking, he hit threes when they were down there in Puerto Rico. Like, what in the heck? Like, and he shot. I mean, he didn't shoot that many, but he they sh- looked good, and, and he he shot shot a couple went in.
0: He shot a good percentage. What, yeah. did you shoot like fifty percent? Yeah, it's 40%, it's it's, 40%. Why,
1: it's wild. You see KJ oh, yeah. like we're used to thinking KJ's jumper is like one of, is like one of the downfalls of his game. If he truly has changed that and worked with coach with, with KT and Case, like yeah, the guy has a chance to to if not be a tremendous college player but to be a professional at the highest level
0: he's he's a he's a freak athlete and what he did for us last year as a five man was absolutely special and i honestly (laughs) think it sets him i think it sets him up better to be a four man this year you watch the end of the year year, we're playing everything off a short roll and we're giving kj the option all right hey you can go play you can go play out to the corner. You can go past that. You, we're going to have people cutting for you. You can take it to the rim. And now you give him a guy like Hunter, who's seven two, where they're hitting him on a pick and roll, and you have someone playing the dunker spot. Yeah. You're seeing how well he's facilitating the ball. He's developed that floater game. He has that, he has that elbow jumper now, and everything 100%. looks good. I mean, I think that last year, as much as he was not fit to play that role, it has made him into what you're saying, yeah. a professional prospect.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's definitely given us a, a better look at K.J., uh, but also, it's given us a better look at Hunter because Hunter can pass the ball and he can that he can really so make he can really make the most out of KJ because those guys can play off each other and really make each other better. Like seeing KJ throw those short lobs to, to, to Hunter is like something that we do in practice all the time and that we haven't seen in in re- most recent years because we've had four guards out there yeah. now you're having big to big lobs which is something I'm like, With like two
0: dudes that I mean Hunter's two. so obviously yeah, he's got he a, can get up there wide,
1: he's got a super wide wingspan so like yeah. he, he literally doesn't have to jump that much
0: to dunk like, and then KJ puts his nuts on the yeah, rim uh, lack of better terms the man puts his <laughs> nuts on the rim <laughs> I'm sorry. The I guy mean, puts his nuts on the rim. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ask Coach Self. If you ask Coach Self in a one-on-one conversation, what he's going to say, is, the man puts his nuts on the rim. He does what he does. <laughs> but I also the think The guy jumps I'm... really high. <laughs> he, jumps, he jumps damn high. But I think if you look, and I mean, I think a lot of people have a concern, not a concern, but they think about what Hunter did at Michigan, and they're uh-huh. thinking, does he have that motor to play in that Coach Self Like system, and you look at him and KJ and the chemistry they have. And I can promise you right now that KJ Adams will not let anybody that he is friends with or has a connection with, or anybody who's playing on the court, not have a motor. No, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So I loved what I. And everyone's like,
1: oh, like for me, part of being a motor is being in shape. Like you can't have a good motor if you're not in shape and. Being from experience, being in coach, Self's You're gonna be preseason, shape. you will be in shape. <laughs> like, in shape. There is no if ands or buts about it. Like, like a normal day for us in the preseason is like we'll go to practice in the morning. We'll have lift before practice. Like, yep. say we'll lift at 10, 10 to eleven. Uh, we'll, we'll be in there. It's high intensity with Ramsey. Like it, they're, they're not, they're not pulling any punches during during. Uh, the preseason, like, it's, he's not out there trying to oh, make sure they stay fresh like the yeah. is in the
0: postseason. I'm going to try to murder your legs no, so like, that you know what it feels like to be in the fourth quarter oh, of an NCAA championship game. The entire practice. For, yeah, for two and a half hours yeah. of practice. Yeah, so, like, we're,
1: we're, we're showing up at 10. We're going from 10 to 11 with Ramsey, and then we're getting done with that, and then we're heading into a practice for two and a half hours. Yeah. Where Coach Self is – like, we, we do – the thing at Kansas, is, which is really nice, is we don't run a ton. Like we're not
0: going to go out there and run gassers without he, his. What he's saying is he's not. Yeah, you're not going to run gassers. You're if not you going to drop off, a ball. You're not going to run drop a ball and go run thirties. Do you run a shit ton in practice? Yes. So there's, just, there's there's
1: like it's the beautiful thing about playing for Coach Self is that you don't is it doesn't feel like you're out there running gassers, but like he's going to make sure the drill you're doing. You have to, you're going to feel you're like you ran a like, like you're going to feel like
0: after, but you're going to have
1: fun doing it. Like you're, you're playing you're block competing. Out break. You're yeah. competing. Yeah. So like it, you have to be in shape. You'll, you'll practice from, from say 11 to, to one, one thirty ish. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get done with that. And, and coach self will, will say, Hey, like that wasn't the
0: Kansas standard. And now we're going to head out and we're going to go, we're going to come, come back, back again there? at six. Yep. And we're going to have another great practice. But, like, as you said, I mean, hey, if we just equated that first practice to suicide runnings, none of us would be, we'd all be like, wouldn't I survive. can't go back. I can't go back. But, yeah, you're competing the whole time. So then you go back and you run another equivalent of 10 miles, but you're playing pickup where there's just no stopping. And so then, hey, yeah, Mitch come and hits me hard. I'm already in a really, really bad mood. It's second practice. Yeah. What's going to happen? going to light another fire under my ass. Yeah. I'm really, like, we're going to keep on going. So, so I think he does it in a good way.
1: So, so, Hun. Moral of the story, Hunter's yeah, going to have topic. a great motor because Coach Self's going to make sure all of his practices are designed to make sure all of his players are at their, their peak performance. Yep. Ramsey's making sure we're at our peak performance. Um, and how speak- much
0: easier does the game come to you as a five-man oh, when you run the floor, when you sit there and get blocks? I mean, you, you get found easy out with points. Like,
1: I think the thing you saw with Doak is like yep. he ran the floor like no other, and he got... Eight free points a game, just because he's going to unroute the other
0: guy's big guy, Un-run and also the other guy's guy. started yeah. a started a what a 15-0 run for us when Dope gets a block on the court and you see his it's huge. Yeah. Like, the the huge plus minus is hey it's minus two like, here plus two to us. Like, yeah. it, it's it, it does it does so much. Well, for and then momentum like you see him block it a shot and you see him tr- like tanking it down the court. And you have Dewan with the ball in his hands. Like, Dewan's first thought is like, all right, my big fella just got us a stop down there. Let me throw it to him. He gets a lob. He does his little yell or whatever. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're on a 15-0 run where the whole entire out field the house the entire, is blowing, yeah. blowing the roof off.
1: Emergency story time. Chris, I want you to give us the hardest uh, hardest day of practice, day or days of practice that you had your entire time at Kansas. I've got, a, I've got one in my brain.
0: Now, I mean, you already know we're about to say this. I've
1: got one in my brain that I think you're going to say. But what what was your hardest uh, Bill Self practice experience of your entire time at Kansas? A
0: non boot camp, non boot camp. This is non boot camp. camp. Obviously, camp. boot camp is an animal in itself. And we had and a, we had a one day in boot camp, which actually may have been the worst day of my life. Yeah, but it we'll, could have we'll, killed we'll, a regular person. No, it, I mean it. <laughs> <did>. <laughs> if we were in the best I, shape I, of our lives, z- z- <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so <laughs> when we, we get to go home for Christmas. Yes. This is the story. This is exactly about. what I was thinking, Chris. <laughs> so you get to go home for Christmas. And uh, during Christmas, there's no hour restrictions because you're not in school. But you get yeah. to go home and you play a game. I think we played at Arizona State our sophomore year, or my sophomore year. Your, your, uh, this is a homecoming year. for me and we lost. Yeah, really homecoming. We lost, but it's that's on the twenty the twenty second night. So we get done playing the game at eleven o'clock. I got to fly back to KC. You really only get the twenty third, the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty fifth back on the twenty sixth, and then you are back on the twenty sixth. You come back at like seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So we come back to twenty sixth. We obviously lost. To Arizona State, we were undefeated. Played, we played so bad, just lost to Remy Martin too. Everyone on the team hated Remy at that point. We love you now, now, Remy. Love you now, (laughs) Remy. We ended up liking you, but we hated you at that point. And uh, we come in and we start practicing. We get back all at seven o'clock. We have practice at eight o'clock. Yeah. We practice two hours hard. I mean, this man, like I'm coming in, being like, dang, like he's really pissed off. Still, like he must have had a really, like he must not, he must have got cold. Yeah, from you're sand. like, oh,
1: I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be sore after this. Like, dang, this yeah, sucks. Like, this
0: sucks. But like I was like, okay, he's mad for no reason. And then, I mean, he kicks us out at the end of it. This he, is,
1: this is a s- practice starts at six o'clock at night. Like your plane lands, depending on like Dave's coming in from Virginia, yeah. I'm coming in from Arizona. Like we have guys coming in from all over. Like you've been sitting on a plane. Like if you're a big fella sitting on a plane. And you're not sitting in the I mean, exit row and, like and your knees are. Your knees are you're already tight. So like you you land the manager or the managers or your friends pick you up from the airport and you drive to Lawrence, get to the locker room, get taped, go lift, then practice. Yep. Get kicked about. So it's a, Kick- about a seven to eight forty five practice. Mm-hmm. Get kicked out of practice. Coach says everybody get the hell out of here. I'll see you guys again at, at wait, wait, seven. He said seven a.m. I'll see you at seven, 7 a.m. So and and, and, this, and this is at Christmas. No so way. we have all of our we have all of our plays already put in. Like we we've yep. got all of our plays put in. So we show up at seven a.m. and he makes us run every scoring option off of every single play
0: we had. Took two and a half hours to get through those.
1: And, and like, how many scoring options are there on a single play? for At Kansas? least,
0: I mean. At a minimum on every play, there's at least three. I would say like the minimum, like that's the very yeah. lowest, probably four per play.
1: Yeah. And, and if you jacked it up, you're running. Like you're you're running. running. So you turn the treadmill on and you turn it up to the, the highest Inclined, the incline highest and speed. the highest speed and you'll go run on it for 45 seconds. Like that was just like, Hey, don't mess up a play. You're going to hit the treadmill. Like, yep. And, and
0: dude, we got there's, there's, a, there's
1: there's a lot of running, but then two two and a half hours is up and all right, guys,
0: practice starts now. And we go through our whole stretching routine and everything
1: so like we've been practicing for two and a half hours our bodies were already the most warmed up
0: you could possibly be he's like practice starts now he completely scratched it Actually, like we didn't even do that part of it we go through all of like this leg stretching the calisthenics and we're doing dribble drills everything and then we go into what a full two and a half hours of straight scrimmage defense like shell drill loose ball drill charge drill i mean it was the worst day of all time
1: is that the day we went to the the soup kitchen afterwards and
0: no 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 that was early that was that was in 2020 this is but but we ended up so we had to work a camp after the, okay there was immediately a camp, after yeah. and so it was a special
1: olympics us. we did the special olympics camp afterwards we did and like special
0: olympics and dog and we, tired dog tired do that for three hours whatever it is which is great you want to get back to the community but at the same time you kind of want to have a little bit more energy than after having a five-hour practice yeah we come back after that. After the Special Olympics
1: camp, and then we have another, another
0: two-and-a-half-hour practice, which he threatens to kick us out of probably like 15, 20 times.
1: So, for put this all in, into perspective. We go from spending four days of vacation at home, celebrating three, Christmas. Three, maybe. Th- three days. Three days. Celebrating Christmas to flying home, landing five-ish, practicing, starting, lifting starting at six, practice ends at 8.45 with a kickout, back at 7 a.m., to another, to running a, a, a camp, and it to, was, and
0: the camp was like, we got out of practice. We went. They told us to shower because we smelt bad, and they and said, they and had they food said, food waiting there. And, and when changed. they said
1: food, they were like, hey, you have a ham and cheese from Subway, so, so, Subway. nothing on it. We didn't deserve to have any condiments mm. on our uh, on our subway sandwiches. <laughs> we didn't
0: though. <laughs> yeah, <that worked> <laughs> we we really lost long.
1: Arizona State. Arizona State. We didn't deserve a damn well, thing.
0: And then we also were being like, we weren't we weren't having the best day of practice. We didn't and have the best. Like, hey, there's there's times where I'll be like, okay, yeah, that that's probably unacceptable. But no, like, we don't deserve it. I didn't deserve to. I didn't deserve to to. Be wearing Adidas the rest of oh the day. Oh like my gosh. I should have me home my mom and <laughs> sent me home with like a report and told her what I did. Like, what they yeah, done. no. We were it, all a bad it, day. it was
1: bad. So and then we we get done with that and we'd started it was our third practice in 24 hours by the time the practice after the the camp had started. It was it was crazy,
0: but at the same point in time. That's when you figure out who your team is. And, and I mean, also, yeah, you figure out who your team is. And it really, and it, that year, guess what? We kept on coming back for practices and kept on having longer practices yeah. because we were showing that, hey, we mentally weren't strong. We were yeah. shutting down. We were kind car- of we car- starting to act a little soft. And like, so he kicked us out. But then you look at years like 2020 and 2022, the, the two years that we were the best in our, in our tenure there, uh-huh, uh-huh. or tenure there, those practices, Guess what? That second practice, we came in an hour and a half. Boom, got it knocked out of the yeah. way. We left. We all were having a good time being like, oh, ha, 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 like, whatever. And those
1: practices, they, they shape you more into like the team you The are team in March. 2022 would not have been that team. That would not have been a national championship caliber team if we hadn't have been through the grind of playing, of being the 2021 oh, yeah. team, where we oh, yeah. lost to USC by 30 in March Madness, where we experienced this, the low of the lows. Like, mm-hmm. And when I'm saying low to lows, this is a Kansas low to lows. The Kansas low to lows. We lost in the round.
0: We were lost in the round of 32 and got second in the Big 12.
1: Like yeah, like like most 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 teams low to lows is like hey yeah we're bottom of the conference. Like no, no no our.
0: Our Lord Lowe's is a four seed in the NCAA tournament. And we still were, what, top 15 in the country, the last poll.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Factor Meals. Super excited to be partnered with Factor because I use them all the time. I love Factor. It's a quick, easy, fresh, healthy, chef-prepared meal. Allows me to be at the top of my game for longer. It's healthy. It's hard to find fast food that's good for you. Factors the way to go. Do you use them a lot?
0: I use them a lot. And when he says fast food, this is the fastest food you can get. You don't have oh, to drive 100%. anywhere and go to a drive-thru. I mean, you pull it out of your fridge and you poke a couple holes in the little in the in the film, put it in the microwave two minutes and it's ready. They're just fast, easy. Get me going and breakfast. Get me going at lunch when I'm having a hard day at work or a fast day at work. They're easy, they're healthy, and uh, they taste really, really good.
1: Head to factormeals.com slash rockchalk50 and use code rockchalk50 at checkout for 50% off your meal. That's right, head to factormeals.com slash rockchalk50 and use code rockchalk50 for 50% off your order. Head there now, I love them, Chris loves them. Support the pod, support Factors.
0: We love y'all. But that, we were just, we're, we're, I mean, I think we got a little far away from yeah, the 100 thing. but 100%. But that's just like, I, I, I know the Puerto Rico thing. We go on an off-season tournament. We go 2 and one I don't know how many people were really freaking out because I don't uh-huh. pay attention to that these days. But that's something where, hey, me and Mitch watch it. We've been around Kansas basketball we forever. And only thing we got out of it was positives and things that are fixable and easily fixable. Mm-hmm. And very understandable that they happened. So I think that... The whole Puerto Rico trip in a whole was a very much positive thing from a to...
1: team building perspective. The guys were out hanging out on boats together, oh, like it's, having a it's... good time. I was so jealous and then they had the they had the yachts. Yeah, hey, we had, had
0: we had the we had the Italy trip though. Italy was dope. Italy
1: was dope. Pick me up and take me out on a yacht. I'm, I'm there, I'm, I'm
0: totally there. Yeah, I'll have a game, but no, it, it, it was really cool to see. I'm glad that the guys are, are gelling and meshing. It was, it was one of those things where we both watched the games and like our whole group message just popping up, being like, Oh my god, talking like looking into it. It's just group thing. messages of
1: teams from the past, too, teams though. from the past. Like yeah. everybody, all the guys are all invested in how the guys on this year's teams doing, which and is it's exciting. I mean, yeah. it's
0: something you wait, how dude, I've waited so back to, it to felt the question like five years ago, but back yeah. to the question,
1: Chris, who is Rounding out the starting five for you, we know we have Hunter, DeWan, Kevin, and KJ. In our eyes, those are pretty solidified. Yep. Who is your fifth?
0: I, I mean, the thing is, there's three names there, and it really depends. And mm-hmm. I think that there's three ways that our team, or there's two ways our team can play. Our team can play in a way that hey, let's put five guys out there that aren't going to let people score. And those the two people that fit in that mold are El Marco and Terrio. Mm-hmm. And I think our Terrio starts the year off a little bit he probably starts in that five spot because he's played the college games up to the speed a little bit more. But I also think that El Marco, out of the three, are three two men, Mm -hmm. what I would say, between between, uh, Jamari... Um, Artario and Al Arma- Marco. Al mm-hmm. Marco is the most refined offensively, and he's just going to take time to play into his role. So I think that Al Marco is really my firm answer when we look back and we look into the NCAA tournament. I would assume that Al Marco is in that two spot. But there. what
1: you're saying is to start the year, you could see it being Arterio, Arterio. just because he's, he's experienced high level college yeah, basketball. But I
0: think I mean Al Marco. He's yeah, he's he's in mock drafts, the lottery pick for a reason. He really is. I I honestly loved what I saw. I think that once he gets confident in his jumper. He's he's uh, he's not here for long, but he really that, helps I had that us do. Writ- I had
1: that written down in my notes. Unfortunately, yeah, I think El Marco is going to be a a one and done type talent for the Kansas Jayhawks.
0: Uh, athlete,
1: athlete guy that can, can, Knows can fly, the fly, can play the ball, can play the ball, can be can be athletic in in, in uh, situations where not a lot of guys can be athletic. Um, yep. I, I think he's got a chance to play in the NBA. And uh, playing the NBA for a long time,
0: and I think so. Uh, let's go back to the, the five. So you <laughs> said Artario can start. We both agree on that. Yep. Artario could start the early part of it, and then El Marco starts uh, pretty much the rest of the year. And I think that's the most likely outcome. But I also think there's another outcome where, hey, we don't have the shooting, and maybe our defense isn't what we thought it is. And I think that the clear answer for that right there is Nick timberland
1: yeah no I, I think that's
0: pretty clear i mean he shot he shoots about he last year he shot seven three three point attempts a game he shot 41 percent. no that's a, that's a quick and easy fix and what we said hey he, it'll probably be a one of sneaky th- he's a sneaky athletic guy yeah it'll probably be one of those things
1: where, where coach self uh he he messes with the lineup throughout the year non-conference I, I wouldn't,
0: non-conference yeah, yeah. in the big 12 Throughout non-conference I,
1: w- I would probably venture to say we're gonna have four or five different starting lineups uh, throughout throughout non-con, I would have but once the see, but once the Big Twelve, lineup, this is so. this is outside of uh, outside of injuries and obviously yeah. it, and obviously those happen. But like every everybody healthy, I think there'll probably be four or five different lineups that we'll see. Um, and, and by we, the time the Big Twelve starts, there's going to be one. And if that one's working, there's isn't going to be a change to it. But if like, something needs to happen, there'll probably be one different one change to it. Yeah. So I, I would imagine we're probably going to have
0: an, a, a year that starts out with Artario. Probably transition, transition over to Marco. Marco And what you said with the four or five different lineups, we talked about it kind of at the beginning when we started this mm-hmm. conversation. It's like Coach Self will randomly be like, hey, that dude's getting very complacent. Yeah. And he's just going to throw him a curveball, see how he reacts. So I think that's mostly the thing. 100%. It's not going to be a thing where we're really struggling and we need to find a different answer. I think that he'll realize that, hey, some guy's not pulling his weight as much. He doesn't realize how bad he wants it. And so I wouldn't doubt if you do see, hey, maybe we throw... We throw KJ out of the lineup. Yeah, we do throw Kevin out of the lineup once in a while. Yeah, we like something like that just to give him a little kick in the ass. But what we said, Big Twelve when Big Twelve starts, things are going to be pretty solid. It's going to be it's going to be solid.
1: Let's let's transition over. I want to talk a little bit about the new lineup we have coming in. Uh, obviously, we've got some big transfer and recruiting news. Uh, let, let's get into the new recruits and and, and what we're getting out of them. First off, I want to talk, start talking about Johnny Furphy. Six foot eight, 202 mm-hmm. pounds, out of Australia. was a guy that reclassed. He committed, then reclassed up. Down. So, or, yeah, reclassed, reclassed, up, reclassed up to up. Play, yeah, play with this, this coming year's team. Uh, give us an insight of what he brings to the team. What do you think he, he has a, he has an opportunity to do for us? And does he have an opportunity to play big minutes for us?
0: See, he's, he's a guy that, I mean, none of us really even knew about until a month ago. So there's not. A, like, how the hell does Coach Still find these guys? The man has an eye for talent. That's <laughs> what I gotta say, he has an eye think for talent. Speed in
1: Ukraine, Johnny in <laughs> Johnny Australia.
0: Did. Coach Delfin is taking the most lavish recruiting trips ever. I think that's the only excuse he has. He was like, "Hey, I to, for for shits and gigs, let me go down to Australia and go get Johnny Fer. Yeah, like, I, nah, I just don't think I don't know a ton of bums. So there's not a ton I can say really to be very specific, but. From what I've seen, I mean, he's, he's really a Athletic. mix of he's, – he's, he's CB. He's CB in speed because the way they play, they play no. that little FIBA basketball. Yeah. He has a very good stroke. He's very raw, but he understands the game. He's a freak athlete. He's long, lanky, and he, he can shoot. I mean, that's I think something I you look just at, look for and you recruit that. If I, look you at, it, you recruit I look
1: at you recruit I look at 6'8", 202 pounds. I think, obviously, that's, that's, a, that's a high school frame. He's got a good yep. frame from like a height perspective. Six eight's good for for a wing. I think Ramsey's going to do wonders with him. Yep. Um, I think you look at CB when CB started. CB was a little a little, little skinny and and then he put on a
0: ton of weight, yep. a, a ton of good weight, muscle wise. Yeah, no, he didn't. I mean, he didn't put on a pound of bad yeah, weight.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I I think Johnny's going to have an opportunity to do the same thing. I talked with CB actually last this past week, and he was saying from everything he he's talking to Coach Self. Uh, he was up in Lawrence, and uh, Coach Self was saying it, it's a mix between. Him and Speed. Yep. Um, I think Kansas fans hearing that sh- should be excited. That's a pretty, that's a pretty uh, inspiring uh, comparison I mean, uh, yeah. for for Johnny. Like that's a that's a that's,
0: they're, a, they're, good, that's a good. They're, they're setting
1: dude. the bar pretty damn high. Yeah. I I, I uh, I'd be excited to see if he can work his way into this lineup. Uh, he's been practicing with with professional NBL teams down mm-hmm. in Australia, so I, I I think he could have an easier an easier transition over from. What a normal like American high school kid goes goes through because like when you're in high school you are the fastest the biggest the strongest yep and and you have to restart the totem pole when you get to, when you get to college I, at Kansas like I think he it. has a chance. That he's experienced professional basketball already, so he he un- quite understands what what
0: the uh, I, ask is going to be. I think he I think he has a better chance to pick it up quicker. I don't. Th- I think El Marco and them. I think El Marco is probably a little bit farther ahead of him. But mm-hmm. I think he's just because he's been there all summer. He's not, but yeah. he hasn't been the top of the totem pole. Yes, he also plays a different game. Yeah, 100%. so it's something that hey, if he understands it and understands it fast. He's going to be a huge piece of this team, and he will be Kevin McCuller's clear yes. backup, which, guess think what?
1: Think of 6'8", 208 pounds. Who does he back up? Kevin McCuller. He, and he who do we have else to
0: back up Kevin? Like, think about that. Like, we don't really have anybody. And then he also can back up KJ. I mean, you can yeah. put him at the four. He's 6'8", or throw Kevin at the four. Kevin's proved he can play the four. No, oh, 100%. Oh, He There's sure? a lot of flexibility mm. if he does, and if he doesn't, he gives a lot of flexibility in the next couple of years. because He's a guy that he's clearly shown he can play with the best in the world. It just really depends on how quick he can pick up the college game.
1: Speaking of Johnny, Johnny's going to be playing a lot of basketball with the newest KU recruit, Flory Badunga. Excuse me if I'm butchering your last game. I will have we it down camera. over the next couple of years. I promise I will have it That's down. That's very
0: new news to us as well. So Dude, we haven't really very down new down. news. Yep,
1: Un- Unreal uh, acquisition by Coach Self. Think about this. You go from from losing Ernest and you go from from uh, from...
0: Who was that, uh, the
1: transfer? Was that the St. High St. John's? Guy? St. John's. You, he lo- you lost Ernest Zuby. and you, you lost Zuby. Zuby.
0: But then you also had that recruit where he was supposed to commit to Kansas, thought he was, and then yeah. committed to
1: Indiana, Indiana so because like,
0: something happened that night and we just reverse Uno'd.
1: Yeah. The same thing. So, hey, we <laughs> so, got back. You got so, back. I, I, I wanted to get back to the topic of you lose You lose Zuby and you lose Ernest. What, is, what does Coach Self do? He goes out and gets the number one ranked player in the transfer portal. And then the number five ranked player in the class of twenty twenty five, the number one center, number one center, number mm-hmm. five ranked player. Yep, I I, I think it's an absolute masterclass by by Coach Self. Summer Bill is
0: undefeated, undefeated. I, I love the man. I, I, I'm I, I loving him. Th- I, th-
1: I think this is gonna this is gonna give us an opportunity to play KJ great minutes at the four over the next coming years. But at the same point in time everyone's kind of like talking about how, oh, this is this means that Hunter's only going to be here for one year, yada, yada, yada. Listen, Flory is 6'8", 215 pounds. That is like,
0: having that, them as- that is an
1: undersized five man in in the Big 12. So I yep. think he has an opportunity to play the four. If you watch his highlights, the guy handles the ball, handles the rock. Unlike any five man I have seen, Oh, yeah. Outside of Joel Allenby. And Bid. he's lefty. And yeah, he's lefty, so I,
0: which is a huge thing. I mean, people really underestimate left-handed. I mean, your natural reactions always go right. So my, my question would, to I you, Chris,
1: think? my question to you is, Would this, do you think this means that, like like people are saying, oh, this is a, basically a death sentence for, for Hunter's second year at Kansas, do, or do you think that they could play
0: together? If, uh, do you want my honest opinion? Hit me with it. You, my give honest me the, give opinion the people was, I, I think opinion. it's pretty ridiculous to think that Hunter's going to stay for two years anyways.
1: Regardless of if, Regardless if, if of, we got Floyd, I
0: mean, hey, like, and there's in a perfect world, yes, we would love it, and we've been seeing a lot of different things now happening with college basketball
1: and it, name image and likeness, keeping players around, it may keep them around. It depends on how much
0: it depends. It depends how much, and depends on the year we have. Speaking if of we,
1: which, go support mass, uh, go, go strategies, mass. Go, go, Mass Street Strategies. Them. Go support them. Uh, yeah. We can keep these guys around for longer. We'll win. Mem- we'll win more games. Yeah, but uh, at if the same I point lo- in time, I would love to have. Him. I, would, I would love to have Hunter for two years, but at the I, same point I, in time, if he plays at a high enough level to where he can go to the NBA, he should go to the NBA. And
0: that's not that's not his ultimate goal. His ultimate goal is to come here and win and do the mm-hmm. best he can do. Yeah. 100%. His ultimate goal is to get out of here this year. And that yeah. is that is I mean, he was gonna leave last year if you really think about it. And if it, you're
1: mad at him for saying that, then how selfish are you? The guy's gonna go
0: make money and support his family. Like go make money and support his family. And hey, guess what? We're also the University of Kansas. It's not yeah. like we've been love It's Hunter not a day. lack of talent. We're gonna, yeah. f-
1: we're gonna. There's gonna be more talent. He's not
0: leaving us out to hang and dry. And I think that everybody just assumes now that everyone's taken the fifth and the sixth year that everyone's just gonna do it. Hunter's a guy that he honestly shouldn't even be at Kansas right now. He should he probably should be, be in, in the NBA. NBA.
1: If, if things have worked out in his in his favor over the past couple of years, he should he should have been he out had, there in the he NBA. He probably
0: had a chance to go do it. Yeah, but yeah. he just didn't. So I think that I think it's pretty. It's not a death sentence for Hunter. I never really thought he was coming back in the first place, but I do think that they would be able to play together in a perfect world. I think KJ and him are kind of proving that. I think that. I Lord, think he's going to become Dewan Harris's best favorite.
1: friend, though. Like, have you seen like, the lob catching he
0: was doing? And he's like, oh my too. gosh, I mean, it's going to be his- wild. Dewan is literally. Just- Assist only, and the only assist, thing I know about this assist. guy. Only thing I know about this guy <laughs> is from that five minute mixtape that whoever posted the other day. Dude, and, I was and you watch that mixtape and, like,
1: and you are like, "All right, Zion Williamson, there
0: he is. He's the number one player in the country now." I love this one,
1: hundred percent, hundred percent. Now, masterclass by Coach Self beating out some other blue bloods. I think that 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 uh, that just goes to show that Coach Self is bought in for the for the long term here at Kansas. It's, it's the ultimate. I am back of college basketball, and I and I think Coach Self is. Is solidified himself uh,
0: more recently as an absolutely killer recruiter. I think a killer recruiter. I also think it shows were with all the health scares that happened this last couple of years. 100%. I think it shows that hey, Coach Self isn't slowing. He down. expects to be around. And if anything, he's speeding up. Yeah, I think I think he's getting better. He's getting better. I mean, his last two recruiting years. And you also you got to factor in we won a national championship. Yep. We got the NIL deals going, and we're mm-hmm. a big university. But, I mean, he's yeah, he's putting on a master class. This year, every time that anyone had a question about what he was going to do, maybe he didn't do the first option that everyone on Twitter thought he was going to do. But guess what? That dude got a guy for Neap that spot. He got 100%. a legit guy.
1: 100%. 100 Next topic we want to get into, conference realignment. Obviously, it is changing the makeup of all of college athletics. Um, Chris, where do you think we're at? Do you think Kansas is in a good spot? Do you think – everything is going good for us like what what do you think is going on
0: i think i think the big 12 in kansas is in a great spot i mean we were kansas was really or big 12 was really a conference that we didn't know what was going to happen they thought we were going to be the Pac 12 where hey we had to either join the sec or the ACC big 10 or the big 10 we had to like that's what the big 12 was going to disband so i think we're in a great spot i think big 12 did a really good job hiring a new commissioner i think that I think, I
1: think it's, in my, in my personal opinion, I think Brett Yormark has saved the Big 12 and, and, give, and, and given us the ability to, to be one of the major conferences that brings in all oh, yeah. the people. Like we, You've seen it so far, Arizona State, Arizona, Colorado, Utah. Yep. The Big 12 is bringing those people in, and it's only going to make us stronger, and it's going to make the competition stronger within the Big 12.
0: And I think that the schools really did a great job of showing that we're, we were a huge conference that was not meant to be mess with. I mean, 100%. our football our football's great, our basketball great. And those are really the two big ones that everyone really, really cares about. From I think a, they're great.
1: From a Kansas basketball fan perspective, I think Brett Yormark has done a great job of of making sure everyone knows that Big twelve is, is basketball country as is much as it is country. football country, but it is basketball country, baby. And we like, I
0: mean, think about the new rivalries he brought in.
1: Oh, you you're gonna go play you're gonna go play Arizona at McHale and then you're gonna go play Houston. Arizona's gonna come and play at McHale, that's gonna be an
0: unreal rivalry. And then you got Houston. And I mean, you're having teams that are on the uptick, U UCF. On the uptick, always on the been up-tick. good. They're always been good. I mean, you look at Utah. Utah has their years. BYU has BYU their years. Is a good team. Has like, their years. There is going to be some new rivalries created.
1: Think about the you, school that gave us Rumi Martin. They're coming to the Big Twelve. Arizona now. State. Thank you,
0: Arizona State. And I mean, you got. I mean, you got Dan Hurley coaching against Bill Self. I yeah. It's 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 uh Bobby Hurley. Bobby Hurley. My bad. Wrong Hurley. But I mean, it's just going to be fun. Like I think it's, they they made the whole atmosphere. Maybe not on the football side. It's not the best thing for us. We lose our two football powerhouses. But Big Twelve basketball will be the most popular basketball conference in the oh, 100
1: 100 it's been the best it's been the best it's basketball the conference best. over the
0: last five years but the i think it has popular it, over
1: over yeah over the next 10 years it's going to be the best and the most popular yes for I, sure next question i have in, far, in as far as conference realignment how far do you think this goes Do you think it's going to go from being a power five conference to there's going to be a power three now with the sec the big 10 and the big 12
0: i really do you think do you think the pac-12 is dead I think the Pac-12 has to be dead unless they. I mean, and it doesn't have to be dead, but they're going to. They're not going to be a power five. They're going to no. have to downgrade. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're going to have to pick up teams. They're going like to have to eat the Mountain West, and yeah, they're going to have to eat it, and that's yeah. what's going to happen. And I don't think that they do that, but I don't understand logistically where either one of these other teams go. I don't think really anybody wants them.
1: Unfortunately, the thing I see is next is I think the ACC is going to be the next victim. Yeah, they have the to victim of. Of the situation, of the I, circumstance.
0: That's where I kind of like. I just don't really know exactly. But if it, if it does ends up the Pac-12 doesn't, if the Pac-12 those final four teams bounce, yeah. then the ACC has no choice but to disperse too. Because it's just going to be it's going to be two huge Pac-Man, yeah. and a little tiny a little uh, tiny I, Pac-Man I, I is what understand. it's going to be. And it's just going to. I mean, they're going to they're going to poach each other off until they can offer so much money that the ACC will have to dismantle.
1: Speaking on conference realignment. I want to transition a little bit. How much do you think Kansas's investment into the Kansas football program and team is going to benefit us not only from just a football perspective but from a university
0: perspective and a Kansas basketball perspective? I mean, you saw how, much, how big of a deal Kansas football was this year. We haven't been great lately. Mm-hmm. And, you look, we were third highest grossing schools in the Big 12 revenue. Behind who? Behind Texas and Oklahoma. And Texas – that's two teams that are leaving the leaving Big 12. Leaving because they're making so much money. And this is our first year the football team has been good. And you can speak to the buzz of oh,
1: football. Oh,
0: 100%. 100%. So I think, I think it's something that, hey, if we're going to keep on upgrading the stadium, you realize that football is such a big money grab. Uh-huh. And now that you're having a Texas and Oklahoma leave, people are going to hate that I say this. But the Big 12 is up for grabs and we're trending in the right direction.
1: trending in the right direction. We've, we've got an athletic director that is hungry, young, hungry, wants to be the best in the game. We got Coach Self food. has proven that he wants to you be want- the best in the game, and I think Lance Leipold is hungry for more. He got a taste of it last year with, with our 6-6, six and six, make it, make, making it to a bull game, but that's a guy, from our experiences with him, talking to him, he is not
0: settling at all. He, there's very few people that I've met like Lance Leipold, and there's, I think there's only two other people I've met in my life like that, and the other one... Or one, yeah, the other one outside of Lance is Coach Self. So... Billy Self. I mean, Billy Self, and we've spent a good amount of time with Lance. I mean, Lance was my football coach for a whole year my senior year. Yeah. Only let me play the, the spring game, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was we were we've been around him enough to realize the way he talks, the way that he kind of controls conversations and the way yeah. that he the, thinks the, about the game. Yeah. He, There's a guy that's fun.
1: done it at other schools, but he, he has he has a platform to do it at the highest level now. And he's got a he's got a university and a community that's behind him that behind is behind him dumping money. Into yeah. Kansas football and Kansas athletics, and I think I think it's I think it's very uh, it's very positive, and I think we have an opportunity to be re- really special.
0: And I think I mean, so you're looking at the uh, you're looking at you're looking at the funding that they put into this new stadium. Yeah, I mean the project. Give us, give us a breakdown. This is this, this is, is a breakdown. This is from the words of Mike Vernon, so a very reliable source. The, the, scoops, scoops, the, the, the scoop meister, but so. Um, it's it's a, it's right now. It's around three hundred million dollars, but that's just phase one. I'm pretty sure uh-huh. phase two they're going to add a little bit more flexible seating and stuff. So this project's looking around four to five mil, four to five hundred million dollars in total, mm-hmm. and it's mostly private fund money. Yeah. So this isn't state taxes. We got a federal grant, so that's a little bit different. But K State fans are freaking out because they think that they're paying for our stadium. I wish. I wish so badly that they're paying for our stadium.
1: You, they, I, I think the thing that, that kind of <laughs> irritates me is they don't understand how good it is for Kansas, the state of Kansas, for the University of Kansas Bro, to have a successful football
0: team. Like, they're, they're drinking the Haterade. I don't care about them. They shouldn't get any light on this. I just had to say it because I was looking at Twitter today and people actually were crying. But we got a federal grant. But it's looking, I mean, you have this private, these private funds coming in. That means that these, these donors, these boosters, these big-time names are buying in to Lance Leipold and what he has going on. Yeah, and so that is something, I mean, in Lawrence, Kansas, you can ask Coach Self, if you want to be a big-time coach, there's not really a better place yeah. to have a successful sports team than Lawrence,
1: Kansas. Yeah, people are bought in. I, I, I'm excited to see how it goes. Uh, obviously, having a successful football team is good for Kansas athletics in general uh-huh. and Kansas basketball included. It, yes. it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to allow us to, to have an off-season where we can focus on ourselves and not have to worry about Oh... When does basketball t- basketball season start? We're, we're, no.
0: we're not the to- we're not yeah we're not the trending topic. Yeah, we are, we are still trending in a way, but it isn't our so folk focus. Where like, hey, yeah. the first basketball game comes in and we're playing a non conference. Yeah, we're playing we're, we're playing State division two. Yeah, and, and someone breaks down every ounce of our film and is like, yeah. God, it's this gonna is allow, the worst gonna, Kansas team we've ever had. Like, it's going to no allow
1: is, us a little pressure to be taken off, and yeah. it's going to allow us to to get to our full potential.
0: And uh, it's good for recruiting too. Think 100%. about it. You bring a recruit to a Kansas football game when the place is sold out and got the hill bumping and I mean this new facility is gonna be sweet it's one of those things where it's like ah
1: yeah I I went on I went in on football on a football game my recruiting visit and uh 100 people 200 dude I can't imagine being there with a packed <laughs> oh, booth. Oh no, dude! A packed booth, especially in a new, new designed packed booth, is going to be unreal. They're going to be
0: signing. They're going to be signing their letter of intent on right the bleachers. I, right
1: I'm, I'm super stoked that they they kept it open to where you can sit on the hill and watch games because like yeah. that was part of my favorite things. Is like you could go to the tailgates on the hill and like you could still see the
0: stadium. You could be a part of the buzz and I'm you could be right there. As a kid, I mean, as a kid, I used to go to all those games and. Obviously, as a seven, eight-year-old, like I don't really care that much. Yeah. Like, like, hey, me and my friends are playing tackle football on the hill, watching it over. Like, those are some of my it's, fondest it's memories. A, it's
1: a revamped booth, but at the same point in time, it's keeping some of the things that makes it the booth. Like, yes. it's, it's keeping things that are sentimental to alumni and and, and donors from the past. So, mm-hmm. at, I think it's special. I think they're doing a great job. The the ups of it look absolutely phenomenal. Oh,
0: they it look so sick. It's gonna so blow. Sick.
1: It's gonna blow anything out of the water that's out there in uh, Manhattan. I'm uh, super excited <laughs> for us to to be the top of the line, not like we already are. Not like we not like we, already.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you see the someone posted? They like, had the they had the over like the the bird's eye view where they yeah. had the buildings to the right where it looks like a K and a U. Yeah. Yeah. And if I don't know if Goff did it or not, or if the architects did it or not, but if they did, hats off. That that's some that's some slick stuff right there. That's. that's <laughs> I didn't want
1: to get too far away from the conference realignment talk. Yeah. I uh, I saw some stuff from Eli. Drinkowitz from uh, from Mizzou. Mizzou, Eli Drinkowitz, Dorkowitz, one of those. I've uh, been a hater. I've,
0: I have not, not ever a had a good fond from, from his from I've his uh,
1: holding a poster up at the at the KU versus Mizzou game when we're blowing him out by thirty to to him saying some pretty uh, some pretty uh, incorrect things in my opinion. Um, he didn't what, know what what, he is, was, talking what was your about. what was your opinion on his comments about conference realignment and how it's causing all these players to to have to travel so much farther and all and, and all this stuff when he's attending he is the head coach at a school that left the Big 12 that left all the schools in its natural vicinity in the closest in the closest area to it to go play in a different conference I think that's I think that's that's pretty that's pretty dumb.
0: I uh, I think it's really dumb, and I have publicly been very hater, ag- a hater against <laughs> drink. And I hate him. I hate everything. I really don't like Mizzou, but he's everything that I hate about Mizzou put into one thing. where yeah, he's, he runs his mouth. He runs away from stuff, and he's a sellout. But he's like, a how sellout. do you
1: how do you come say this stuff and then not realize there was that was like no you stuff. are the person that you are a head coach he, at he, this school that did this.
0: He the. In Mizzou and Texas A and M and Nebraska, they really started the whole conference transition thing. No one really thought that it was really going to be a thing in this modern era. He isn't directly involved in it, so I won't hold that against him. But I think that he everything that he said was just him trying to be like feel the emotion, to be like opposed to this and fight the power. I just think he's a sellout. He'll say anything to make him seem like he's a cool, good dude. I'm really, I'm really attacking his character. But I mean, like I, we watched it before we got on here, and I watched it earlier. I mean, like. He has no stats to back it up. He doesn't explain on anything. He's just like, "What man, is he doing to the players?" Think nothing. about the athletes, man. They have to go now. Now the people kids have to go to Arizona during winter. Like they would never want to go to Arizona during the winter. Like, it's like dude, like, hey, like come on now. It's, like you're just saying,
1: we are home there home. to play college athletics. We are going to travel to games. We are going to play games, and we are going to travel home. Like and it's 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 part of what happens when you play a college sport. And yes, don't get me wrong. It sucks. You had to travel, and you had to be on a bus, and you got to be on a plane, but at the same point in time. You get the opportunity the to strongest. play. Those are some of the best memories I have. He's crying about like we, college we get, athletes. Yeah, we would get a, we would get a, a storm delay and have to sit on a plane for three hours, and we're bumping music. and
0: like chilling with your best friends. Like acting like we're in prison. Like we're, we're, we're in we're prison. In, no, dude, we are sitting there. We're having, college athletes. We're <laughs> gonna think about this for the rest of their lives. Like, this is like Kansas <laughs> basketball. I, I hope that better things happen to us in our lives. Yeah, but, like the most fun you could possibly have, and everyone was jealous of my life. Playing at the University of Kansas as a student athlete. I, I
1: wish that they could pull. You're gonna cry about it. I wish that they could pull all ex college athletes and be like, "Do you wish you could go back to give those them, experiences? Give them,
0: give them. Hey, don't do it right out of they leave. Don't be like the after. Hey, the no, last no, no, boss, no, no. Give them, give them ten years. Give them, yeah, give them five to ten years and ask like, "Hey, did you really, really hate?" When we got stuck at the we got stuck at the Hawaii airport for two hours. Did you really really hate it? <laughs> no, no, I would rather do that than wake up and go to work this morning. Come on now, yeah. Gosh. So, so off,
1: that was that was a, that was a great way to describe that. Situation. I told you if you
0: brought that up though, I was going to be. Hot. Yeah, no, it was
1: good. That's what we needed, Chris. That's what we needed, Chris. Uh, I wanted to knock out one personal piece of uh, information from me. I want to give you guys an update. I uh, am still chasing the basketball dream. I'm headed off to, to go play again in Belgium. I've signed with the team. The Kangaroos in Mehelin, uh Belgium, right between Antwerp and Brussels. Uh, super excited to go out there, play basketball another another year. What that means for the podcast, though, is we will continue to do it. Yeah. Uh, we, we've, we're not leaving. It, yeah, We're not leaving. <laughs> we're not leaving. But Mercury's done, done an amazing job of, of showing me their support and, and allowing me to chase my dream. So I'm, I'm super Super stoked to be able to continue to do the podcast, continue to help create as much content for you guys as possible and give you guys an inside look of of what it means to to be a part of that Kansas basketball family. Uh, I appreciate all your guys' support. It means the world to me. This next coming year is going to be a good one. Uh, hit me up with any questions you have about that experience. Yeah. We're going to dive into that a little bit once we get over
0: there and, and do some podcasts over there. We'll do a day in the life of Mitch light Yeah, it. a I day in, will, in the life I of Mitch light. won't be in Belgian Belgium, waffle, but. Belgian beer, and Belgian <laughs> chocolate, baby. Here we go, and a little bit of basketball spring
1: <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> No, but it, it's going to be amazing. Uh, I, I'm 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 sad to be leaving my co-host here in the states, but yep. but uh, we'll, we'll keep it uh, we'll keep it up to date. Uh, getting married this weekend. Chris is my yeah, best man.
0: Congrats to Mitch Life. He's
1: he's he's got a he's got. I've heard he's got a killer uh, uh, best man speech. So we'll have to record that and uh, send that to you guys. If it's uh,
0: it'll be appropriate. If, if, if it's be PG appropriate, enough. Hey, I don't get me wrong. I have I've had lack of a, <laughs> a lack of a filter in my. You pack. have way
1: too many. You have way too much ammo about me though. Like I'm I, so scared. I
0: saw, I saw something the other day where it was like a best man speech is not a speech to make all the tents. all about themselves. It should be a toast. And so, hey, it's not going to be outrageous. I can promise <laughs> you that right now. I've been practicing. I've been nervous about it. It will be a good speech. Congrats to Mitch. I mean, I can't wait to, to be there for this moment. Big things happening for him in his life. And Who would have hey, thought, we, Chris? You, who would have thought Mitch would be here? her at the Hawk, baby. Let's go. Let's <laughs> Dude, go. Shout, shout out man. to the Hawk. Let's go. But the moral is of moral <laughs> we're trying to say here right now is, hey, we love you guys. And we love what we've been going on here. And we will not continue. We will not stop continuing to put out episodes for you guys and doing the things that we love. No matter what happens over this next couple of years, so hey, we're here to stay. Mercury's given us a great platform, and we love what we do. We love the fans. We love the feedback. So continue showing us love, and we'll continue showing you love. Quick,
1: uh, quick uh, update: New Charlie Hustle football gear. Go Sick. get it. Head to charliehustle.com. They're the best in the game. We love Charlie Hustle. That's all I wear. Um, yeah. We were making. We are packing for Belgium, and and uh, my fiance was actually like, "Could you pack any more Charlie Hustle if you tried?" Like, I may have a 50 pound suitcase of just Charlie Hustle. So it's, it's, it's the best in the game. Go hit them up. We love them. I'm sure you guys will as well. Uh, get your gear for this coming season. It's going to be a good one.
0: Yeah, man, we're, you're going to see us in a lot more Charlie Hustle gear. Mitch in Belgium with Charlie Hustle gear, getting that promoting out worldwide. Oh, yeah. oh and me yeah. here in the studio in my parents' basement, getting <laughs> some Charlie Hustle gear in. But hey, guys, it was a great episode. We, we hit a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm sure we rambled a little bit. It's the first time we've done a live episode by in ourselves a in a while. So, uh, But thank you for sticking with us. That's another episode of Rock Chalk Unplugged.